Mr. Collins was Shia Tlaib still have the Palestinian flag outside of her office? I don't know. She's Palestinian. You know, that doesn't mean she's a terrorist. It doesn't mean that she condones this. Rashida, I have a, I have a, I, I, I fly a Danish flag uh, in, at my house. That was uh, Democrat Congressman Steny Hoyer defending Rashida Tlaib's Palestinian flag outside of her office in her congressional office building on Capitol Hill. He says, hey, I got a Danish flag. Oh, really? Are the Danish decapitating babies all over the place? Raping and murdering women? Because if the Danish were doing that this week, you might want to rethink the Danish flag. I fight authority, authority always win. Yeah, Steny Hoyer, hey, what's the difference? Between a Nazi flag and a Danish flag. Well, you know, the colors, the pattern, what it symbolizes. Other than that, liberals. They uh, they really are wrong. I got to tell you, I'm telling you, yes, sir. And uh, Steny Hoyer was also asked by a Fox News reporter yesterday about uh, Russia. That was uh, that was uh, uh, part of a uh, segment with Lawrence Jones on uh, the Fox News channel where he asked um, he asked a bunch of Democrats walking down the hall whether they support Rashida Tlaib and her Palestinian flag in the hallway of her congressional office building because, you know, the uh, so-called Palestinians are slaughtering, butchering, raping, decapitating, uh, and, uh, you know, just generally murdering the world. And if you're a leftist, that's okay. That's just fine, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. Let's go to uh, soundbite number seven, Jeff. Because Lawrence Jones, uh, I've always liked Lawrence Jones. I guess I, I didn't find out until I said nice things about him that he gets mixed reviews from a lot of people, and that's okay. But Lawrence Jones, he's new to this whole news media thing and television news and all that, but, uh, but I think he's doing a good job. And Lawrence Jones on the Fox News Channel asking Democrats uh, up there on Capitol Hill, either in the Capitol itself or one of the, I think it's in the Capitol itself, Asking Democrats as they're streaming by, probably on their way to go loot someplace. They uh, is there a loot loot lemon up there or a Louis Vuitton store? Because you know how the Democrats love to steal everything from those stores. Here's Lawrence Jones asking Democrats about the Rashida Tlaib Palestinian flag while Palestinians are decapitating babies and raping women to death uh, in the name of uh, wiping the Jews off the face of the earth, and Rashida Tlaib. Uh, and the Democrats say, well, she's Palestinian. I mean, she's an Arab from Israel. Is that what you're trying to say? Because uh, that's Israel. And, uh, you know, it was only under the British uh, Palestinian protectorate. And it goes back to the Philistines and the Roman days. And, you know, by the way, uh, the Jews were there uh, in the Roman days. And, you know, uh, like a thousand years before that, a couple thousand years before that, uh, and, you know, hey, Moses, hey, Jesus, 
No, they, they have no, Jews have no claim to Jerusalem or Israel. Have you ever done the Stations of the Cross, for example? Uh, you know, no, the Jews have been there for quite some time, really. And Arabs have too. And, uh, and in Israel, Jews and Arabs live side by side in relative peace until the Arabs start murdering everybody. Then it becomes an issue. And then the, you know, the people who win more Nobel Prizes than anybody else have to come up with a solution. Uh, but we'll get to that. Lawrence Jones asking Democrats, hey, is it okay that this, uh, you know, uh, pro-terrorist, uh, uh, honestly, mm-mm-mm, this flag... Mr. Leader, should Rashida Tlaib still have the Palestinian flag up? This is America. You're allowed to wear the flag that you prefer. I think she has every right to have that Palestinian flag. I'm not going to comment on Rashida. She's a great friend of mine. She's Palestinian. You know, that doesn't mean she's a terrorist. It doesn't mean that she condones this. This was a gross attack on human life. It was uh, reprehensible. And we want justice and we want peace. Yeah, and when, yeah, but justice. They use the word justice while these murders and decapitations are going on. Now, if she had a Nazi flag out there uh, or the Japanese war flag, doesn't really count anymore, does it? Would that be okay with the uh, Democrats? They're uh, they're just okay uh, with all of that. Then Lawrence Jones asked the Democrats about uh, freezing. The $6 billion that the Joe Biden administration has promised to free up for the world's leading state sponsors of terrorism, the Ayatollahs in Tehran, Iran. And uh, it sounded like this. The Biden administration says six of that $6 billion can be frozen. Do you think it should be frozen? No comment. Speaker Pelosi, should we freeze that $6 billion? The Biden administration said we have the ability to do that. Well, I haven't heard that. You have just tell should me Should we that. do that? Mr. Clyburn. Should that $6 billion be frozen? The Biden administration said they have the ability to do it. Uh, uh. Oh, no, let's keep giving billions of dollars to Iran, which is funding Hamas, which is butchering Jews in the name of genocide, uh, because we're Democrats. And if that makes sense to you, you're severely brain damaged. All right, here's I'm going to get to the uh, mailbag. Let's get to the mailbag. I would like to get to the mail because it's Wednesday and it's mailbag day. Thought criminal asks in today's mailbag. My question is, has a republic ever been restored after it has fallen into corruption? And I, uh, I thought about that for a minute uh, this morning, thought criminal. And uh, I, I was able to come up with this. Um, Germany after World War II, when we, the United States of America and Britain, uh, restored sanity to Germany and uh, we helped them get back on their feet after World War II, did not do that after World War I. And, uh, and Germany was incredibly corrupt. And Germany came back. Germany came back uh, thanks to us. And we had to kill half of them in order to make that happen, which... Um, might be a lesson for what's going on with the troglodytes in the Gaza. Uh, Japan, at the end of World War II, once again, thanks to us, we allowed their emperor to live. We, we gave them democracy and, uh, and a parliament and modernity. And we uh, helped them. Also, Vichy France, you know, half the French went with the Nazis and they moved their capital to Vichy. And, uh, and they had Vichy water. Oh, they had a Vichy water, you know, it's a tasty, bubbly water. 
good stuff like that. Good scene in the movie Casablanca, too, with the Vichy water being dropped in the garbage can and kicked. But that might be too obscure. Um, so, yes, uh, thought criminal, but uh, they are the rare exception, to be sure. Um, in Latin America, there have been circumstances where corrupt governments were replaced. But then somehow, you know, this is a constant battle, thought criminal. It's good against evil. It's darkness against the light. It is uh, free market capitalism and a free marketplace of ideas against the authoritarians. And the left, they are the authoritarians. And the Democrat Party, they're the left. They are undemocratic, anti-democratic, anti-American, anti-capitalist, anti-Israel, anti-liberty and freedom. Um, But uh, yes, but you know, it has taken generations in the past That's for sure. And I understand you're talking about us, and and I appreciate that, and we are on the ropes. We are on the ropes because of the left. David asks, in this day and age, why can't you swear on the radio? Why, David, you beep, a beep, a beep, uh, can't swear on the radio. got the FCC regulations and stuff, but David asks, in this day and age, Always starting a question with in this day and age. You know, it's you know it's going somewhere. Why can't you swear on the radio? I'm willing to bet you could use the expletives in a great way with a couple of, uh, you know, I think, grimacing uh, smiley faces and <laughs> emojis and uh, laughing out loud one. And uh, I bet uh, I could use expletives in a great way. It's true. I, I have always had a... Uh, you know, uh, a certain command of the language, and this includes uh, coarser language. Uh, going back to my earliest school days, I, uh, I, uh, when I, when I put my mind to it, I, I can curse with great flourish. Uh, it's true, and this is true of uh, all of my brothers as well. Uh, always had a flair uh, for that, but and a lot of people that know me are still astonished that I have never cursed on the radio all these years by accident. Uh, And uh, now that I've said that out loud, you know, give me a couple of minutes. But, uh, you know, just uh, with a slip. And uh, why can't you swear on the radio? I I think I'm I'm happy about now you can uh, curse. There's lots of Internet and podcasts and people swear and cable TV and you can swear. You can swear on cable news if you want, because it doesn't violate FCC regs when you're on cable TV. Um, I'm happy to have polite conversation. I honestly am. I, I like to. I uh, use dinner table rules, dinner table rules when I'm doing uh, live radio. I think that works. And, uh, and it's, you know, it's polite. There are kids listening. There are people who are offended by uh, coarse language, and I appreciate that, and I'm good with that, honestly. Uh, this is polite radio. NPR is awful, terrible, pro-terrorist radio. Eric Warga says, have you read any good books lately? You know, I haven't finished Mark Levin's book yet, The Democrat Party Hates America, but I am I am on my way, and let me recommend it very highly, not only because he's a friend of mine and he's a great American and he's the great one, but he's also a great author, a great thinker, um, and an important voice in America today. And he tells the truth in The Democrat Party Hates America, uh, and nothing gets you in trouble like the truth, right? So yeah, I would put I would put Mark Levin then, and I'm just going to stop with that because you know his book needs. Uh, you know that bookstores are uh, uh, trying to uh, short sheet him and and cheat him and all that stuff. So yeah, Mark Levin's book, the the Democrat Party hates America. 
should be required reading in every grammar school, not that gender queer book with the graphic depictions of boy on man sex that the Democrats are all about. Ross Rydell asks, hey, Chris, do you remember a song by the the song Troglodyte, the song Troglodyte by the Jimmy Castor Bunch, the Jimmy Castor Bunch? If so, have you ever played it on the air? Uh, If not, I think you should. Ross XY, because he's a man, see his XY chromosomes, Batavia, Illinois. He says, I listen on the WMAL app because WLS in Chicago doesn't have your first hour and two hours just isn't enough. Uh, The song Troglodyte by the Jimmy Castor Bunch. What we're going to do right here is go back. Way back. Way back. back. Into time. Because the troglodytes are back. When the only people that existed were troglodytes. Troglodytes. Cavemen. They're cavemen. They live in pits. Cave women. And in caves. Neanderthal. That's right. The troglodytes. The troglodytes. Everybody knows the troglodytes. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a fun song, troglodyte. I, uh, I'm bringing the word back, um, you know, into the mainstream. The Jimmy Castor Bunch. Good stuff. You know, there was also a band that was called the Trogs. The Trogs, based on the word the Troglodytes. And they did Wild Thing and With a Girl Like You and Love Is All Around. The, the Trogs. The Trogs were a great band. That In the 1960s, they had a lot of big hits. Uh, but the song Troglodyte is a good one. Thanks, Ross Rydell. And from Operation Crossfire Hurricane, do you expect Ilhan Omar to say, some people did something? CARE was founded after 9-11 because they recognized that some people did something. Some people did something. And that all of us were starting to lose access to our civil liberties. No, you weren't. Uh, She's a lion Sacagawea. Some people did something. Yeah, that was her summation of September 11th, the planes crashing into the buildings in New York. Uh, and, uh, you know, I yeah, I expect she, we should ask her, hey, Congresswoman, do you think some people did something? Because they love murder. On the streets of America, in Israel, they're the party of death. And, of course, the annual har- uh, organ harvest. They uh, love the annual. Some people, they have like a blueberry festival you know, in South Haven, Michigan. The Democrats, they have the annual organ harvest. The babies. And they, well, what, they're not outraged by the decapitation of all those babies and the 40 babies being murdered because that's a part of their resume. Come on. Who are you kidding? You know that President Biden's plan to inflict the digital dollar on all of us is already in progress. And it's very important to understand the consequences here because, you know, what they're telling us about the digital dollar is, of course, not true. And it's not in our best interest. Time is of the essence. So getting smart on this to protect your savings and your retirement is a good idea. You can help protect your savings from the risks of Joe Biden's digital dollar scheme by diversifying your savings and your retirement with IRAs in gold and silver, good old reliable precious metals. You get started by calling the experts at American Alternative Assets. You call them at 888-4-GOLD-20. That's 888-446-5320. They'll give you all the guidance you need on safeguarding your retirement and your savings. Say no to Joe Biden's digital dollar scheme. Call 888-4-GOLD-20. That's 888-446-5320. Call them today. Get smart. 
Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah. Yeah, mailbag. Good mailbag questions. And we got to play Troglodyte by Jimmy Casterbunch. And talk about the Trogs. And uh, speaking of the Trogs, yeah, Ilhan Omar, some people did something? They're not on our side. And they're inside the wire. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Speaking of the violently, criminally insane Democratic Party and all of their self-righteous, arrogant, candy-ass punk kids, um, there was another incident involving Riley Gaines, the swimmer, yesterday. Uh, she was supposed to speak at uh, uh, University of Pennsylvania, and they canceled his speech because it's it was 10-10, right, my best girl's birthday, and um, it's XX, Roman numerals, and that's the chromosomes identifying you as a woman. And um, here's the headline. Uh, protesters taken into custody after vandalizing table at Riley Gaines speech at Penn State. Sorry, Penn State, not you, Penn. Gaines at the university for Real Women's Day. Real Women's Day. And here come these lefties, one white boy and one African-American woman with funny hair, and there's a table set up, and it's Young America's Foundation, and they start knocking stuff up the table like that lunatic professor in New York, and then uh, throw the table over and knock it over. What? Get the f*** out of my face. Yo, yo, oh, you're you're gonna be children. Hey. Excuse me, sir. Don't touch our stuff. How are you not? Huh? Why should I be transphobic? You are transphobic. No. What the f*** is the sign you're holding right now, huh? Get this Democrats assaulting people in the name of their self-righteous transphobic. Now we'd like girls to compete as girls against girls. Take a pill. This is the Chris Plant Show. Yeah, the violently, criminally insane Democrat is everywhere these days. And this, what is it? Uh, Students for Justice in Palestine. They stand with Hamas. They're in favor of the murders and the rapes. Uh, and they're on college campuses across America. And they need not fear uh, that anything unsavory might happen to them because they are the unsavory ones, you know. It's... Uh, like, yeah, I walked through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, for I am the evilest SOB in the valley. You know, that's a, a, a my, 
My stepfather, who I called dad, was a newsman for 52 years for CBS News. And one of his um, tours in Vietnam, he came home with a Zippo lighter. Everybody had Zippo lighters back then with a 3D map of Vietnam on one side of the Zippo lighter and that saying unredacted on the other side. Yeah, I walked through the valley of the shadow of death. I'll fear no evil for I am the evilest SOB in the valley, but it spelled it out. And, uh, you know, say it's the, you know, it's the Vietnam uh, Zippo lighter. Good stuff. And I was, uh, you know, this is, there's a lot going on out there. And a lot of people are under a lot of stress right now because of all of the, the chaos in the world. Um, and I understand that and I appreciate that. I, I kind of, I don't know, I think I, I grew up paying close attention to the chaos in the world. Uh, when I was a child, the Vietnam War was going on. My stepfather, who we called dad, um, you know, married my mother when I was five years old. Uh, he was a network news reporter for CBS News, Walter Cronkite and all that stuff. And uh, four, four trips to Vietnam for him. So we'd see him on TV in Vietnam and in Cambodia and all of that. And the war was in our living rooms every day. And then in 1973, he was in Israel for the the war there. I guess he was there for the 67 war also. Uh, for the wars in the Middle East, they'd always fly over there for the, for that stuff. And I grew up on, uh, on this being a part of, uh, part of my reality as a, as a childhood. And, and it doesn't stress me out the way that it stresses out a lot of people. Um, and also I spent, you know, when I became, um, somewhat more adult, I'm still working on uh, some of those things, but, um, you know, there's just been a lot of, a lot of mayhem and craziness, uh, and I've always been paying close attention to it because you know, growing up in a news household, my mother was on television when I was a child. Her father was on television when I was a child reporting news and talking about the news. So I was always uh, part of the daily, the newspapers and the dinner table conversation, the mayhem and the, and the chaos in the world. And I understand, you know, particularly if you're a, a, a younger person, but for everybody, it can cause stress. It can be, uh, um, you know, uh, difficult to accept. And and now we have all of these graphic uh, things. If you look at it on the internet, you can go see videos of all the dead babies strewn about by the troglodytes and the women uh, uh, assaulted and uh, bleeding and being dragged away. And you can see all of it. Uh, CNN's not showing it because... Uh, amazingly, the American news media turns anti-Israel very quickly. Um, but, you know, talking to colleagues here, and some people are just kind of shaking their heads and saying, what in the name of? Uh, and, you know, and my answer, my answer uh, when I have this discussion is, it has always been thus. The world has always been this way. Now, we have instantaneous global communication now, which changes things a lot because it can be in your face it's a half a world away or a third of a world away anyway. And it can be in your hand because you have a smartphone thanks to the patriarch, uh, the patriarchy and, you know, instantaneous global communication thanks to the patriarchy. You're welcome. And, um, and it, can be, it can be taxing and stressing, and I understand that. Um, you know, my mother uh, used to say, a child of World War II herself, uh, this too shall pass. And it is true. Now it may not pass real soon. And and every now and then, I'm genuinely, I'm honestly, and I've been paying attention to these things for a long time. Um, 
I'm concerned that uh, we are potentially on the brink of a broader you know, global world war, the real World War III, with uh, Putin and Europe, with China and Taiwan. Uh, and uh, China is looking to take over the world in the 21st century, and we're not doing a good job of getting in their way because Democrats, quite honestly, and uh, they think communism is fun, uh, no big deal, don't worry about it. They only murdered 100 million people and enslaved a billion and a half more, but, but pay no attention to that. And the troglodytes you know, have been uh, doing this stuff uh, since the time of the Prophet Muhammad himself, you know, and it's been on again, off again. The Barbary pirates, uh, you know, Thomas Jefferson, that those were Islamists on the on the coast of North Africa, and um, and it it has always been thus. And this is why you need good, brave, strong men, heavily armed, uh, who are on the side of good and on the side of righteousness. And that has been the United States of America certainly since the mid-20th century, for sure, playing a very important role on the planet Earth in the world. Uh, and the left is out to get us. They've been out to get us for a long time. But now the left is the Democratic Party, and that's a problem. And the media, because they are, there is a merger of state and corporate power there. And they're not on the side of Western civilization. They're not on the side of capitalism and free markets. They're not on the side of a free marketplace of ideas. They're not in free speech. They're not. They're on the side of trampling free speech, controlling speech. That's part of the merger between state and corporate power. That's, uh, you know, that's it. And of course, having taken over first higher education on college campuses, and then they've, they've crept down to high school curricula and grammar school, and now K through 12, everything uh, has been gobbled up by the crazy lefties who are anti-free market, anti-free speech, anti-Bill of Rights, fundamentally anti-American. Half of them don't even know it, uh, and uh, but that's no excuse. And uh, we're living in a crazy time uh, in, uh, in an always crazy world. Now, the United States of America, in 1945, we were able to impose the Pax Americana. You're familiar with the Pax Romana, uh, when Rome was able to establish uh, peace after conquering, you know, essentially the known world at the time, uh, and they and they brought peace uh, to the tribes and and so on. The Pax Romana, uh, that's uh, Latin for peace, Pax P A X, and uh, then the Pax Americana was imposed in 1945. Um, we lost about 415,000 men doing it. We uh, rehabilitated and resuscitated Germany and Japan and all of Western Europe. The communists took over Eastern Europe. They brutalized them. They stomped their heads with a hobnailed boot until the fall of the Soviet Union, and they're still recovering from that. But America, again, the one indispensable nation on the planet Earth, we are the greatest force for good in the history of the world, at least since the Roman Empire. And uh, the barbarians are out to get us. And unfortunately, the barbarians in the gate include a great many Democrats and Democrat leaders. Just saying. But don't let the stress uh, get to you. Don't let the stress get you down. We're, we're, uh, we're uh, a privileged, American privilege. We're privileged to live in the United States of America where, uh, you know, we can go out with our friends after work and have a few cocktails and talk about this stuff, and then change the subject and talk about other things. 
because life is great. God is great. Life is great. Beer is very good. You know. All right. Now let's uh, let's get enough uh, enough uh, about me. But but um, yeah. I right, well, let's uh, skip the. We're, we're going to get back to the the anti-feminist. The the now let's play it. Let's go to number twenty-nine because we we're just playing this this out of uh, Penn State where uh, they're trying to stand up for women and Riley Gaines. And these lunatics came and knocked her over the table and slapping stuff around and shoving people and they're being creeps. And then there were police there who the Democrat Party are against. They, they're against the police and they're for the criminals. And they had to take these two leftists uh, into custody. I was very happy to see it. Put them in handcuffs and then uh, shot them. It was tragic. Don't touch me like that. Are we being detained? Are we being Can detained? Can you let go of me? Are we being arrested? Are we, are we being detained? Don't touch me. Are we being, someone, are we being detained? Yes. Yes. Yes, you're being detained. And then they were arrested. And I'm very happy. And they should get uh, 22 years in prison. Because what they did was worse than what Enrique Tarrio did on January 6th. And if we had a level playing field in our justice system, which is supposed to be our justice system, supposed to be the gold standard for the planet Earth, but the left has corrupted us so horribly. So horribly. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Now, let's go to soundbite number one, because I just played the audio of you uh, for you of uh, Lawrence Jones asking Democrats and Steny Hoyer, are you okay with Rashida Tlaib flying the Palestinian flag in her congressional office in front of six-foot flag while the Palestinians are waging war against civilization and butchering humanity? And all the Democrats said, yeah, sure, we're, we're good with that. Uh, Fox News reporter Hillary Vaughn caught up with Rashida Tlaib in the hallways of Congress and asked her uh, whether she supports the chopping off of babies' heads. And uh, remember, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, when people tell you who, are, who they are, uh, believe them, silence is violence. That's a left-wing saying. It's not, of course, but it's one of their bumper stickers. And uh, violence is violence, and they're violent all the time. And uh, when asked, are you in favor of decapitating babies, you know, uh, she's thinking, I think I need to send a check to Planned Parenthood. I know that's what she's thinking. I can read her mind. And, uh, and she had nothing to say because silence is violence and silence is complicity. Terrorists have um, cut off babies' heads and burned children alive. Do you support Israel's rights to defend themselves against this brutality? We're just going to go through here. You can't comment about Hamas terrorists chopping off babies' heads? There's a big guy blocking for her, like a six foot six guy. Do you have a comment on Hamas terrorists chopping off babies' heads? Chopping off the heads. You have you nothing to say about Hamas terrorists chopping off babies' heads? That's Rashida Tlaib. She should be expelled from Congress. Do you condone what Hamas has done, chopping off babies' heads, burning children alive? Silence is violence. Silence is complicity. You have no comment about children's heads being chopped off? She loves children's heads being chopped off. She's in favor of it because How they're Jews. Have a Palestinian flag outside your office if you do not condone what Hamas terrorists have done to Israel. She does condone. Then the do elevator Israeli door. Do Jewish lives not matter to you? No, Jewish lives and Israeli lives do not matter to her. Human lives don't matter to her. She's a leftist and a radical and an Islamist. 
and an anti-Semite, a genocidal anti-Semite, and a mainstream Democrat and a hero of the news media. She's a member of the squad. Rashida Tlaib was on This Week. That's on ABC. And uh, it's uh, July 7th of 2019. She was very, very upset that any children were being detained at our southern border while sneaking across illegally. We know what it feels like to be dehumanized. We, we know do. what it feels like to be brown and black in this country. And I'll tell you right so now, racist. we're not going to stand by and sit idly by and allow brown and dark-skinned children to be ripped away from their parents to de- be dehumanized. Right. Yeah, she knows what it is. She's such a victim. It's so terrible being her in America, being a member of Congress and doubtless a millionaire in a terrible... Uh, in 2020 at a George Flynn, that's, you know, because they care very deeply about brown and black, but they don't. Uh, you may remember in 2020, George Floyd uh, uh, protest while they were burning our country down from coast to coast because the meth and fentanyl head was again being arrested for another felony when he died of heart failure. White silence is violence. It's racist, but silence is violence, they were saying. That's what they were saying. Uh, Like white people are killing all the black people, which is not true. Not true. Now, let's go to um, number nine, please, number nine. Number nine. Our Secretary of Defense that we don't hear a lot from, Lloyd Austin, aboard an airplane a U.S. Air Force 757 out of Andrews. And, uh, hey, we're sending our troops in there to go kill the bad guys and try to rescue the innocents. When I spoke to Minister Galan on Sunday, I offered uh, our assistance, our special operators, the help from our special operators, our intelligence community, in, uh, in planning and developing uh, intelligence. Yeah, our special operations forces for hostage rescue I think that is going to uh, mean that we're going to have people, uh, our good men, in there uh, pulling the trigger and uh, shooting the bad guys in the Gaza and hopefully rescuing Americans and others that have been captured by these ghouls from hell, these bloodthirsty jackals from an unholy hell. Yes, sir. Uh, I still got a bit more coming up for you and uh, very, very strong stuff. There's only one Chris Plant, The Chris Plant Show. Yeah, and people reacting to the uh, what I just said about the stress of uh, these situations and stuff, and I... A news guy saying, you know, you work in the news business, you internalize this stuff day after day, year after year, and it can wear you down. I said, yeah, it can, but you got to be able to let it roll off. You know, as long as you're not personally entangled in the news of the day, like your family is not in Israel or something, you know, what we're watching is history, and we're watching it from, you know, outside of the bubble in most cases, and it's, it's not personal. You shouldn't internalize it. You should be rational and consider what the solutions are in situations like this. In this case, uh, the solution is probably kill them, kill them all. You know, that's unfortunate. Let's go to a uh, young woman whose family has been kidnapped and is being held by the troglodytes. 
Her name is uh, Liel, Liel Slifer. She's in Israel. She was crying about her family being missing, and she explained what uh, the troglodytes are uh, really moving toward. This is not the end of the death toll. There will be more to come. It, it, it's unimaginable, and I... I pray, I pray that Carmel and Yarden will come home safely. But Little Hamas kids. will stop at nothing. They, they, they are using these people as pawns. They don't want a two-state solution. They want the final solution. They don't want a two-state solution. They want a final solution, which is the Nazi plan to exterminate all Jews on the planet Earth. And that is, in fact, what we're dealing with now. Uh, make no mistake about any of that. And the children that have been grabbed and uh, taken to the Gaza and the young women, and we know what they do to them, and it's almost unimaginable. And you need to send in brave, strong men with good, reliable rifles to kill these savages. Uh, Also, there's another crazy story going on out of the Biden administration. They've got a, a guy, their envoy to Iran, uh, it turns out is all entangled with Iran, and he has been uh, suspended from his position at the State Department, had his uh, security clearance suspended. Republicans probe, not Democrats, suspended Biden-Iran envoys' ties to Tehran Influence Network, right? Um, just amazing. Now, let me go to... Let me go to, do I have time for uh, number 14? Um, uh, I really don't. All right, I'm going to leave it alone. Uh, but here, a, an Israeli soldier talking about how the Palestinians are fighting a PR war. And they've already won the PR war in the American media, I can promise you. Yeah, but this, uh, this guy, this envoy, Robert Malley, um, has been in the... Biden administration, Biden State Department, special envoy for Iran. And now the House uh, Oversight Committee is investigating the Biden administration. They're concealing details about the ongoing secret nuclear negotiations with Iran. And their boy, Mali, has been suspended from his job at the State Department uh, because there is an influence operation here in D.C. on Iran's part. And Biden is part of it. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.